Radio. Welcome to Outlaw Talking Trash with the Outlaw Michael Thompson. And the Whispering Eagle sitting here talking to you. And we got a new recording device today, so hopefully you guys can even hear us better. But I have some exciting news for us. But before we get to that, I just want to remind everybody, you guys can check us out on our Facebook group. Outlaw Talking Trash About Wrestling. Guys are more than welcome to join. I think we're at like 348, 349 in our group. I would like to see some more people. Would like to see you guys communicate a little bit more, post a little bit more, but it's all right. I'll, I'll keep doing it just to keep you guys updated. Yeah. Um, plus, I like to do it, so it doesn't really matter to me. But anyway, you guys, I would like to see a little bit more. If you guys want to see some odds on blogs uh, for pay-per-views, go to my webpage, mtomsig.com. I have one out now for uh, Clash or cra- what is it? Crash at the Class or whatever? Crash at the yeah, Castle? Okay. Clash at the Castle? Clash at the Castle, yeah. I shouldn't say whatever. But um, that's mostly what we're probably going to be talking about today um, on our show because I have hopefully around 5.30, my phone's going to ring and we're going to have a special guest. Let me talk about this guest really fast. Because uh, I want to start talking about the matches just in case he calls. Um, so let me let me tell you who this is. And Whispering Eagle might even know this person. It's, it's kind of cool, I think, that we got this down. And um, where'd you go? We definitely have sixteen uh, friend, uh, sixteen of the same friends on, on Facebook. So, <laughs> all right. Well, this his name is. The Hired Gun Big Joe Helms is what he goes by. And he is wrestling mainly out of the Mid-States Wrestling in Harrison, Arkansas. Um, I don't know if you had a chance to post this picture up in the group or not. Oh, today. I, I forgot all about it. I will do that later. Uh, right now, he's being promoted by uh, Space Cowboy Jason Jones and Terry Zeller from the former WWF wrestler. Um I told him to give me a call like around 5.30, so hopefully we can ask some questions and, and have a little bit of a fun time. But if you guys want to check him out, uh, it is Joe Helms on Facebook. You can look up his – let me read a little bit of what his Facebook says. It says, pro wrestler and works at Queen City Insane Asylum at Ozark's Coca-Cola Dr. Pepper Bottling Company. <laughs> so, yeah, I like it, his profile on Facebook. Uh, Facebook is kind of interesting. So around 5.30, you guys might have a phone call. We'll, we'll, we'll get this all together. We haven't done a lot of phone calls on our podcast, and this so this be interesting. I haven't actually called my personal phone, so we'll put it on speaker, and we'll be doing it that way. Um, so you guys, just to kind of let you know how and what's going on. And as usual, you guys can talk to Whispering Eagle and I on Facebook. Um, one other thing I wanted to tell you is um turn it hello i'm all right sorry guys but the wife was calling i wanted to make sure it wasn't an emergency or anything and anyway um i wanted to tell you guys you know you guys can talk to us free go on us on facebook you can email us um i do have links for us both on our on my web page um, you can contact uh, one other thing I want to tell you about. This Friday night is Friday Night SmackDown. I will be live on Twitter uh, for that. For you guys that want to join me, I'll put in, a, uh, in the group an event. Invite everybody to it. So if you guys want to come on Twitter and talk to Whispering Eagle and I, 
We'll be on Twitter doing that. And um, we like to have fun during the show. If you guys want to be a guest on the show, contact one of us. We'll get it all set up for you. Yeah. We still got to get your friend from uh, Epic Pro Wrestling oh, yeah. on the show, um, Doug. Yeah, I have to talk to him. See, he lives in Saskatchewan. So yeah, so there's a little different. bit of time difference and stuff, so that's been a little bit hard for us. But uh, he's been posting things in the group for us and stuff like that. And um, so let me look up real fast here. We're going to get right down into uh, Clash at the Castle, some rumors that we've been hearing. So the first rumor I want you to talk about, uh, Whispering Eagle, is the rumor has it, and this is where it's going, uh, a lot of heat coming to the WWE from USA and from uh, just the fans in general of WWE about Roman Reigns and Drew McIntyre for the Universal uh, Championship match. And we had the Usos and Sami Zayn attack Drew McIntyre this last Friday night down pretty good. Uh, so what are you hearing about this match, and what is your prediction for uh, who will win the match? Well, I'm hearing I'm hearing Roman Reigns may lose both titles on that night to uh, to him. Uh, to Drew McIntyre. McIntyre, yeah. But I also read an article today that they're getting tired of part-time wrestlers like uh, Brock Lesnar and... Uh, um, Goldberg and stuff like that. So, well, the, you thing, know, part-time wrestler may be, may be a thing of the past here pretty soon. Well, I think probably with the WWE, I think that's a good idea. I think Triple H with – remember back when I said two things could happen with Triple H going into creative. He could think outside the box and think like a promoter or and, and think with the fans, or he could think like a wrestler. And I think he's done an excellent job. I give – Triple H, all A-pluses across the board right now in his creative thinking. He's been pulling out some pretty nonstop stuff. He brought Hit Row back. Now he's uh-huh. got Hit Row mixed up with uh, male models. He's got he's got um, the Street Profits. He's, he brought Kurt Angle on Monday Night Raw. He's got Karrion Cross and uh, his wife Scarlett there. He's... He, uh, you know, he's just been... The guy that don't talk, I forgot what his name was. Yeah, I can't remember his name. Um, and, you know, he's got he's got the he's got the shows going. Now, the big, a, a big surprise would be Braun Strowman coming back. Or Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt, yeah. Yes. And, and even uh, Sasha Banks and Naomi were backstage this Monday night. Raw, even From though I haven't I heard, heard them. Getting, they've already got, they got them signed and everything. Yeah, so, so he's bringing back... A lot of the rosters, so you're right in thinking that this part-time thing might be a done deal. Now, like people with a Goldberg or Brock Lesnar, some of these are even John Cena, or even, let's mention, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Uh Um, Some of these guys, you might think, the only problem I see right now is, and I really hope Triple H and Stephanie McMahon drop the whole idea of Roman Reigns and The Rock Dwayne Johnson for WrestleMania – and they go a different track. I think the titles need to be split back up. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And and the USA has been really pushing. I've read multiple articles for an interim title. I hope WWE doesn't go down that road and they stay. And they give, uh, you know, just take the WWE championship and the tag team titles yeah. and put them back on Raw. I think with what happened on Monday Night Raw, even though we're talking about 
Drew McIntyre and and Roman Reigns. I think what happened on Monday Night Raw with Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn. I think they hook up and take the titles from the Usos eventually. That would be awesome. But uh, if I was a writer, that's what I would write, though. That's the direction I would go to. So right now, I have McIntyre as even and Reigns as a small favorite at minus a dollar five. So there's another question we have to ask with the Drew McIntyre and Roman Reigns match, and that is Mr. Money in the Bank, Austin Theory. Does Austin Theory, you think, try to cash in at, at, at the castle? Uh huh. I think he. I think he will. Because he's been, you know, he's sitting there talking about it with that, you know, with everybody, you know. It's, you know, he said since last time, well, Brock Lesnar won't be there this time to, to f five him uh, on top of his little case, you know. And, <laughs> and but that. you know, Romans does come with the protection of the Usos. Yeah, he does. You know, so he does have some protections as far as a cash in. But I put I put a yes at minus three fifty and the no at plus four dollars and twenty five cents. So I'm saying yeah, he's going to try to catch it. Now the second question that I have on my blog is if Austin's theory cashes in, will he win the titles? That's a completely. I have plus five on yes and minus seven fifty. I don't think he'll walk away with the titles. I don't think he'll walk away with them either. Not that easily, you know. Um, he'll wait until they're really down and out and hurt, but you know. I've seen Roman Reigns come come back from a horse beating and what I mean, look what Brock Lesnar did to him at SummerSlam, you know. That's very true. And uh I've seen uh what's his name? He came Drew McIntyre. Drew McIntyre. He's come back from beatings too. Yeah, they I both mean, have a lot of stamina. Yeah. Um I personally this, this is the rumor and speculation, and this is where I'm gonna go with it and and I'll ask you who you're gonna go with. I think I, unfortunately, I do think Roman Reigns will walk away retaining the titles, and I'll, I'll tell you why. I think probably maybe at the next pay-per-view is they're going to start thinking about splitting up the titles. And I think that's going to probably involve Karrion Cross and maybe Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Karrion Cross. I heard they're really wanting to push him for a world title. Right. That's and, why he came back. And also Kevin Owens is now starting to speak up too about mm-hmm. – Going after Roman Reigns for a title, too. So you know you could you could split the titles back up, and maybe have Roman Reigns hang on to the SmackDown title, and maybe have the Raw title come over to Karrion Cross, Kevin Owens, or even give Drew McIntyre the SmackDown title. And you know if you wanted to strip Roman Reigns of both titles, then the rumor I also heard that if Drew McIntyre does win and re- gets both titles, that they will probably put the titles back on Roman before. WrestleMania, mm. that he'd win him back. Yeah, I would. That, that I would not doubt. So but anyway, my final if pick: gonna, if they're going to get rid of part-time wrestlers, you know, they're going to have to get rid of him because that's why he is now a part-time wrestler. You know, that that's very true. But he still has a contract, so you know, you, you know, they're going to fulfill that contract. So here's here's my pick: I think Roman Reigns retains. Mm-hmm. Is that where you're going to? Uh, well. Unfortunately, they're going to try to keep him as a champion for a little longer. I heard that he's not supposed to lose it anytime soon. So, I think they let him hang on to it all the way to WrestleMania. Personally, yeah, man, yeah. I'm just tired of. I'm, and there's a lot of people who are fans that's getting tired of him. Tired of. Yeah, they might change though. There's, there's, 
it's really hard to predict. This is like one match is kind of hard. I'm usually pretty good at predicting matches. Mm-hmm. I think Roman Reigns probably pertain. If he does retain, or maybe they make a speculate or a, 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 a what would you call it? A, an intervention where they split the titles up yeah. before the match happens. Drew McIntyre, though, as I reported, was already injured with a back injury before the Usos and Sami Zayn attacked him, too. So I don't know if even if Drew McIntyre, uh, we'll have to see on Friday Night SmackDown if he shows up, but um, I don't know if he's going to be 100% for the match. Well, anyway. you remember back back whenever the pandemic first came out and they were uh, wrestling in-house, you know, Um uh, you know, with no no audience or anything, but they but he got attacked then too one time, and they hurt his back and neck. You know, they uh, uh, took a chair to his neck and stuff like that. You know that. Uh, and Jim McIntyre uh, does have a Matt Hat, of that. Matt Hat Moss and right. uh, what's his name did that? Matt Cat Moss and uh, Baron Corbin. Yes. Yeah. All right, you guys. So, whispering God prediction: Austin Curry. Theory tries to cash in, does not win the titles, and Roman Reigns will retain. Is that our prediction? Yeah. Okay. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know if if he'll if he'll accept his defeat with his uh, uh, money in the bank, you know, uh, case when he turns it in. Because see, last time Brock Lesnar beat the crap out yeah, of him. Yeah, he, he might try to, to like take it back. Yeah. All right. So we got uh, the SmackDown Women's Championship match. Liv Morgan versus Shayna Baszler. Morgan, I have plus 325. Baszler minus 750. I think Baszler should win this match. That's my prediction, my my hope. I I know you probably because you're Liv Morgan. Oh, Liv Morgan? Yeah, Liv Morgan and Shayna Baszler. I think Shayna Baszler ought to win. I think they just need to head towards the Shayna Baszler-Ronda Rousey match. Now, guys need to tune in Friday night SmackDown, too, because we'll find out the – the fate of Ronda Rousey's supposedly suspension as well. Yeah. So I, I want to see her and if they would listen to us. Her and, and Shayna Baszler get together? Yeah, her and Shayna Baszler get into a real knockdown, drag out uh, cage match. I'm talking real octagon, you know, uh, UFC fighting, you know, and. I think if they did that, it would be it would bring wrestling out of uh, bring wrestling out of the uh, coffin that it's in. I mean, it's it's got one foot in the coffin and well, one, one thing, foot on a banana peel right one now. One thing we haven't seen in the women's division in a while is we haven't really seen any like cage match like uh, steel cage matches. Yeah. We haven't really seen any disqualification matches. We haven't seen you know we haven't seen these type of matches since like. You know, Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, and Ronda Rousey, really, and Sasha Banks. Mix it up. You really haven't seen those lately. Um, my my prediction is going to – I'm going to stick with Baszler on this. Um, so I'm going to go to the next match, which is a six-women tag team match. It is Bianca Belair, Alexa Bliss, Asuka versus Bayley, Io Sky, and Dakota Sky. So on my page I put BAA, which is Bayley uh, – or Bianca, Asuka, and Alexa – I got them at plus $1.25. I put the other team as BID. I put them as even. Mm. So I'm making them a little bit of a favorite since they didn't win the tag team championship. Yeah, but, 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 but there's a controversy. I, I, okay. I was watching a video today or read, a, read an article or watched a video. 
uh, Layla or whatever her name, Leah, Leah did not pin the right girl. Oh, that was on that. We're talking about the six six tag team. Oh yeah, I know that. But you know, uh, those girls might get, be so pissed off that that they lost the titles to somebody who literally didn't. Oh, pin the right I swear I did. Yeah, they beat the crap out of uh, the good girls, you know. So you're gonna you're gonna go with uh, I'm gonna go with Bailey's people. All right, they're, Bailey's they're, they're, good, BID. they're good cheaters and stuff, you know. All so. right, we'll go with BID. I can roll with that. I, I agree with you though. Yeah, Leah didn't pick. I but you know it's funny because I I was online and I told people that WWE was gonna go with those two. Mm-hmm. Whether uh, whether they they uh, they even the referee got uh, confused. confused. Jose, I mean, they were they were really going at it with all tooth and nail with all three of them, with uh, both of them. And finally, Leah uh, got her down and put her, I mean, pinned her, you know, and she goes, and she goes, I, I, she wasn't supposed to pin me. I even seen red her lips. Right. Goes, I wasn't supposed to be pinned. I wasn't one. I wasn't one. And so <laughs> it's just supposed to be the other one, you know, but. Yeah, I I think this is going to be this next match that we're talking about. Um, I'll get back to Aaliyah and uh, Raquel, Rodri uh, Raquel Rodriguez as the champions, but mm-hmm. I wanted to finish the matches on here first. Uh, I see title match. I think this is going to be a match that you need to watch. Sheamus versus Gunther. I put Sheamus as minus a dollar twenty-five, and Gunther as plus a dollar five. I'm I'm going with Sheamus as the favorite. I, though, don't know because I've read a lot of blogs and a lot of people are are, are saying Gunther. So what, what do you think? Well, I don't know. It's 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 a toss-up there. Because that is a 50-50 they're match. Both, they're both are very talented wrestlers. And I think that could be a very violent match. Yeah, it's, it could be. It could if, be a blood match. If Gunther, like. if Gunther would... Loosen up a bit. I think to me, Guther's a little stiff, but I think that he may pull it off. You know, that Guther, because I think they're trying to push him and keep him pushed. Well, the only the only thing that would be good for Sheamus is that is like the only title I think that Sheamus has not held. Yeah, maybe that maybe that could have something to do with the win too. So, it, and how much will Rich Holland and Butch play into the match as well? Like I said. You know, and then Gunther's got uh, what's Gunther's sidekick's name? Oh yeah, um, I forgot his name. I call him Adolf, but <laughs> but yeah, he. Uh, so you know, you he know, may have something to do with it too. But, uh, but they're supposed to wrestle on Friday night SmackDown. But last, last time, night, what's so his it? name beat the crap out of him? You know, because he kept trying to get into the uh, mess with him. You know, uh, I just love that little feller now. Now that he now that uh, he's on the. Kind of a neutral guy now. Right. <laughs> All right. So we got this ought to be an interesting match, too. It's it been heating up between Matt Riddle and Seth Rollins on Ooh. videos and stuff. Ooh, so, I think that stuff was real the other night because Matt was ticked. He was cussing. He was so mad, you know. Yeah, I put Riddle as a favorite of minus 220, and Rollins is plus $1.85. I, I, think, I think Rollins has pushed Matt Riddle oh. beyond – do we not know that in real life Matt Riddle could wipe uh, uh, freaking Rollins? Seth Rollins? 
Matt, a lot of people don't know this about Matt Riddle, but he's actually an excellent martial artist. He's actually a former UFC fighter. Yes. That that literally got kicked out of UFC for being bad. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I I like Riddle in this match, so I'm going to that Riddle. I'm going to stick with Riddle. With him being as mad as he is? Oh, yeah. I got Riddle. Yeah. All right. They added this uh, tag team match. It's Edge and Rey Mysterio versus Finn Balor. And Damian Priest, I put Edge and Mysterio as even. Baylor and Priest is minus a dollar twenty. I think still that they're gonna that the WWE and I. This is one disagreement I have with Triple H and Stephanie, and I think your disagreement with them as well. Family I do fight. not want to see them push Dominic and May, and Ray into a family feud, but it keeps looking like they're trying to do this because mm-hmm. they took, you know, Ray. They make edge. Dominic look like a little douche, a little right. girl. Though I did like it on Monday Night Right. I I don't know. I'm going back on this 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 thing with Rhea Ripley and Dominic. He had the kendo stick. He could hit her. I he didn't. Her. <laughs> so I give it to you for to Ray or to Dominic for for not taking yeah the for not stick. smacking the girl. I I give, I, it, I give it to him for that. But but she put herself in that place. Here's so. the thing where where my argument and some people are going to probably get a little bit angry with me, and I I'm not about guys hitting girls at all or anything like that, but. Rhea Ripley is a professional, and she's in the ring. She keeps attacking these guys. Mm-hmm. Okay, if you're a girl and you're a fighter, a wrestler, a MMA fighter, and you're going to go after a guy like Rhea Ripley's doing, then it comes to the point where you have to ask, is she asking for the guy well, to hit her? The thing is, you got to remember – who was Triple H's first WWE girlfriend, real WWE girlfriend? China. China was the Intercontinental Champion at one time. And China, I mean, you know, she beat the snot, it's not out of all the guys that she ever went up against, you know. And so uh, I don't think they, that they're very much against women getting hit. Uh, to me, I don't like it. I don't. It's teaching kids. If kids are watching it, they're teaching kids that it's okay to hit a girl, and it's not. You know, in my eyes, you don't hit a girl. You know, but this is a show, and they know how to hit without really doing a lot of bad damage. But still, hitting a girl is not in my number one love. You know. It's not mine either. WWE in the past has had a few matches. Uh, China was one of the most. Even Beth Phoenix has been involved in a few Mm -hmm. altercations with guys. China was definitely the most one that we ever saw. Um, They tried a couple matches with, uh, I forgot the guy's name, but Becky Lynch. It was Carmella's little sidekick. And then we had Reggie in there with... uh, I think it was Nia, Nia Jax. Nia Jax. Um, but these ma- and and then we had Randy Orton in there with Alexa Bliss. Yeah. But what happened in most of these matches? It was a run around, chase around the ring. Yeah. Nobody really got caught. The woman never really got yeah, with Red Reginald. Physical. Yeah, Reginald was like that, wasn't it? Right. And they were almost all of them were like that. And in the end, what happened is is most of the men got pinned or they got counted out. So they, they didn't, they didn't pin the the female. They didn't hit really, you know, strike the female. 
Mm-hmm. So if, if WWE is going to continue down this road, this is what I this is what I said about it, and I, I go out to Dominic Rey Mysterio and Edge again, and Triple H and Stephanie and creative writing for WWE. You brought Beth Phoenix in a little bit. You know, find another female out there that can step in mm-hmm. to equal the odds out with Rhea Ripley. Yeah. But one of the thing is, yeah, Dominic's going to be in the corner of his dad and, and watch his name. And what if Edge? Yeah. And what if those guys are up there and watch your name tells them, hey, you know, well, Rhea Ripley's them. probably going to yeah. be there. Yeah. Rhea Ripley's probably going to I think, she, she, I think they're going to they're going to do a thing where she's got control over Dominic, you know, and. Which yeah, they might most women way. know how to control us men, you know, and <laughs> but I ain't gonna say how, but you know, well, just, Dominic's a young man, you, yeah, you know, that way, you know, yeah, I have affection. I don't know if Rhea Ripley's his type of a girl or not, well, you, know, but, you don't or, have to be, you know, to, well, yeah, you never know, he's kind of young, impressive. Yeah. Like, they could go as a storyline down that way, I oh, guess. Yeah, I would. That's you know, that would be. An, I give it to you. Good. That would be kind of an interesting storyline. Yeah, because he's. he's um, I kind of think that. Might as well say he's virtually coming off of puberty anyway. He's right. probably only about nineteen you know, or twenty or something. Maybe like make a fake relationship between those two or something. I could see that. Well, you guys, that is pretty much all the matches uh, for Clash at the Castle right now. Mm-hmm. Um, there hasn't been much more uh, news or anything like that as far as. Uh, clash. Um, unfortunately, the pay per view is on Saturday again, and I'm gonna be real honest with you guys. I'm, I'm going out of town for Labor Day weekend. Um, I my Annie had bought me a birthday present last month. We're going up to uh, a little town called Hannibal. Oh, we're gonna cool. be going out to dinner on a showboat there. Oh, cool. um, and we're gonna be spending the night. So I probably won't watch this the pay per view Saturday night, guys. With you, sorry. Um, but I will promise I will have it up for Monday <laughs> for Raw is on. I will post all the results from it. So, so I will, like, get all the match results and everything like that. Um, if I could leave Whispering Eagle something that he could watch it on, I, I know you would love to post it, stuff like that, but I don't have anything I could leave him because I'm taking all my filming equipment and everything with me. So um, anyway, you guys, that's beside the point. Um just to let you guys know, I just wanted to let you guys know that. I will be on Friday Night SmackDown, and I will post before uh, the weekend's over. I will have it up. So a couple other interesting news uh, I wanted to mention. I saw this, and I posted it in our group. Again, you guys' group is Outlaw Ch- Talking Trash about entertainment wrestling. Uh, Joe Doring, uh, he's an impact and unfortunately has to step away because he has brain cancer. Oh, man. So I wanted to... Send some prayers out to Joe Doring. If you guys see him online, please send some prayers out to that. Um, also, WWE is doing something interesting. They are going after counterfeit championships. Uh, they're now going to start working with Amazon, and they filed some other lawsuits against uh, companies that make title belts. Uh, so now WWE is going after these companies that are making these fake belts. Ah. Which I thought was kind of interesting. I don't know if you have any thought on that. Or I had a friend who had a a championship belt, a WCW championship belt that literally had Sting's name on it. Sting gave it to him personally because he used to wrestle for his Harley Races wrestling organization, and Sting um, visited his organization one night and he he gave him the WCW Smashing title. 
It's one that they used to smash upside the head with. Oh, yeah. wow. That'd be pretty cool. Well, in some other news, this is kind of interesting, too. Um, we've talked about this before, CM Punk and AJ Lee. So AJ Lee is actually, she said she wasn't going to wrestle again because uh-uh. of heart injury. But apparently, uh, we talked about this company a while back ago. It's called WOW. It's called Women of Wrestling, mm-hmm. or, or I think it's called Women of Wrestling. Yeah. Of course, uh, this article is saying that she's going to start wrestling with that show. Wow. Um, let me bring it up here. Yeah, he said he said that she wouldn't wrestle because she had a hurt neck, you know, so she wasn't going to risk her life, you know, life and limb and being able to be, do stuff with her baby and everything, you know, so I don't know. Yeah, she retired in 2015. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, she's only... Now we should read articles, you guys. I love it when they print these articles because they don't they, they put these headlines and they're not so she's coming as a color commentator for a while, uh-huh. women of wrestling. Um, she had an interview and saying that uh, she's coming to wrestling, she is gonna take a slow it doesn't say she won't wrestle, yeah, but she's coming as a commentator to this uh Wow, we're gonna have to see if maybe we can get a hold of uh, of Wow and see if maybe we can talk to. I forgot the girl's name that's ahead of that. Uh, what is her name? Can't remember. Sorry, is she at the moment? Nikki. Uh, no, it was a former lady that left the WWE and started her own company called Women of Wrestling. Oh, I, I can't remember her name right at the moment. Um, anyway, but since you ne- mentioned Nikki. Uh, ASH, uh, the superstar bit might be over saying that on Twitter, she made a post that she's saying goodbye to her Cape. I don't know if that's the Cape and the outfit, or she's saying goodbye to the whole superhero thing. She Uh, got hurt the other night. So she may be tired of the gimmick now. So we got a couple pay-per-views also coming up. Here's another one, a pay-per-view coming up with the NWA, Hard Times 3, which uh, this is the main event that's been uh, – it's a pay-per-view. Mickey it's, James. Was it was the owner of that place, Mickey James? No, but there was a story on her too. Uh, Mickey James had put an article out saying she was about ready to retire. Yeah. And was going to – it wasn't Mickey James though. So um, in New Orleans on November 12th, which uh, it is on pay-per-view, Matt Cordona is going to be at this – Cordona versus Murdoch was made at uh, a match for the NWA Power Saw and Ricky Steamboat is going to be announcing at this uh, match. So you guys might want to check out the NWA. So according to this, it is uh, Murdoch retained his title over NWA World Television Champion Tyrus at the NWA 74 pay-per-view this past weekend. And while Cordino was defeated by Rolando Freeland in an upset, Cordino faced Freeland on power last night in a no-DQ rematch and lost again thanks to Murdoch. So apparently NWA is going to set up this uh, Murdoch. title rematch. Speaking of Murdoch, that is one of the nicest people I've ever had the pleasure of meeting. I didn't meet him personally, but one time I said, Hey, Murdoch! And he turned around and he... He waved at me, and then he looked over. There's his kids. He stopped, and he just stopped right in his track, went over and started living on his wife and his kids right there in the lit. I, and I, and I, one time he was, 
he was on, I think, either TikTok or maybe his Instagram, and he 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 made a comment. I said, you know, you are one of the most down to earth wrestlers I ever met. You had it. You, I said, murder. I I yelled your name. You turned around. You waved at me, and then you went over and you loved on your kids and your wife. I said, I said, you are one of the best people I've ever met in my life. I said, I I I messed it. I put that on a comment. And he liked that comment. I, th- I said, whoa, a professional wrestler actually liked my comment. But that's not the first one that ever did that. Uh, what was her name? Um, shoot, I can't think of it now. But uh, uh, she was one of the most beautiful wrestlers in uh, TNA wrestling <coughs> and uh, or Impact Wrestling. And uh, she had a, showed a picture of her, you know, of her cat like Pookie. I said, "Oh, my cat looks just like that." When I showed her him, and she liked my, liked it. But All right, I'm gonna text <clears throat> Joe real fast, see if he's available to give us a call, to see if uh, we can get him on the line. But while we're waiting for him, we're gonna talk about some more stuff. I hate going backwards sometimes when I go forwards, but I do have to mention this. Another thing that's gonna happen on Friday night SmackDown WWE is, and we do have to say congratulations to the Tribal Chief. Uh, he has made it two years with the titles. Uh, <laughs> Not that neither one of us really care, but, but uh, you know, I, I'm just happy that he got out. Got the only thing I'm happy about with the tribal chief is he kicked cancer's ass. The second thing the, the, that, and that's the only thing that I'm, I'm proud of him because what they are doing to the titles is. Just it's not right. They they're they're carrying on where Vince McMahon uh, started, and I think they need to go back to uh, old school wrestling where you literally had to put the titles up uh, every thirty days, or you or you didn't have a title. You know, even Ric Flair, the great the greatest of all time. He had to put the title up every thirty days, and he's lying. He lost the title several times too, you know. So I don't know. It's just, it's just starting to really. A lot of people is really tired of seeing it, and I'm tired of seeing it, and I know you're tired of seeing it. Him having the titles all the time, and after cheating, you know, some of it's been cheating, some of it's been legit. I have to admit, <laughs> some of it was legit, but. But it was legit what they did to Brock Lesnar. I mean, that's the type of match it was, you know. It was no disqualification for the title, you know. Well, I just saw this, and I know I'm, I'm jumping around a bit. You guys, I'm trying to find new stuff. I was hoping that uh, our guests would call. It says that Nikki, ASH, and Dewdrop are getting the NXT Tag Team title match at Worlds Collide. This is what this article is saying from the WWE. So let's look at this. It says in here that uh, Caden Carter and Katie Chance, having just won a non-title match on this weekend's episode of NXT 2.0, were cutting a promo claiming there were no challenges for them at the upcoming Worlds Collide event scheduled for this Sunday, September 4th at 2022. Um, They weren't wrong, but apparently... It was decided, and uh, Dewdrop and Nikki uh, challenged them, and 
it was accepted. So I guess, Nikki, and uh, let's talk about some of the matches for this since we have a little bit of time. We don't talk about NXT too much. Right. So let <laughs> – I had we had a little bit different setup today, you guys. So I'm kind of excited in this setup because I I can bring up the news stories and stuff yeah. I want to talk about. So NXT here. So this is going to be the Worlds Collide match card. NXT uh, Championship Unification: Braun Baker versus Tyler Bate. Any any choice in that? Braun Baker. Braun Baker. All right. Uh, NXT uh, Women's Championship Unification. So they're they're unifying NXT and NXT UK championships that's because uh, so, they got ready yeah nxt uk mandy rose versus miko satamora versus blair davenport so this is obviously a a triple threat match who do you think in that rose I think rose retains i think so too and then we got nxt women's tag team championship caden carter and katina chance versus nikki ash and dewdrop I think Nikki and Dewdrop might pull that off. Nikki and Dewdrop, I think he'll pull it off. All right, you guys. Um, what else we got? Oh, we got possible location for the AEW Full Gear event. All right, since I'm jumping to, to AEW and I'm talking about AEW, since our I don't know if our guest is going to call or not. Um, Tony Khan, I'm calling you out again. I'm putting you on the outlaw. Most wanted hot seat once again. Tony Khan, the outlaw Michael Thompson, has called you out. Whispering Eagle's calling you out. Come on, call him out, Whispering Eagle. Get out here, boy. We're calling you out. Yeah, yeah. Tony Khan, let me tell you something, brother. You are messed with the wrong man this time. All right. Well, Full Gear is a pay-per-view to take place in New Jersey. Uh, It's actually in November. I don't have a specific date for it yet. Um, They're saying just September. Um, it's at the Prudential Center, and that is really all they have on it. They're talking about a cage between Adam Page and Kenny Omega for the AEW World Title, but I don't even understand that because right now doesn't uh, John Moxley hold the titles? In yeah, the AEW? he holds the title. Yeah, now the AE, yeah, the AEW World Title. Uh, from what I'm hearing on the AEW is there are more real-life hatred towards each other in the back than in any organization ever before. So I don't know what's going to happen with AEW because a lot of them aren't aren't happy because of that, you know. So, uh, there's a, I mean, I'm talking real-life hatred towards each other. I mean, like um, a couple of uh, the guys who used to be on uh, uh, Chris Jericho's team years ago, or, or, you know, just not too long ago, uh, they they hate each other. I mean, one of them made a comment about him being fat, and a lot of them said, I would have taken him out right there, you know, because they're trying to push him, you know, but I don't know. It, AEW is just, I think it's just for factions and brawlers, you know. I don't know. Well, speaking of day, um, AEW, so Tony Khan, tonight on Dynamite, if you guys want to watch on Dynamite, uh, has said that uh, John Moxley and CM Punk will be addressed on Dynamite tonight. And according to this uh, from Wrestling Zone, 
I'm reading that Tony Khan promises an update on John Moxley's status leading into All Out and his controversial win over CM Punk. I don't know. You, you've been watching. So How is it controversial? He pinned him, it right in the center of the ring. It was it was dipstick uh, uh, CM Punk who broke his foot again over his head. You know, I mean, I don't know. It's just so stupid. I, I mean, I, I like CM Punk, but John Moxley is one of my type, one the type of guy I, I like. I would want to be, you know. But he, uh, but yeah, he he just beat the crap. I mean, you know, he beat CM Punk fairly and squarely. And, and, I mean, they 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 had to call it because CM Punk was really hurt. I mean, for real. If he's hurt. still injured, is he gonna be able to wrestle at this next match? I don't know. Maybe that's what they're gonna address, huh? Uh huh. So there, there's um, I think I kind of mentioned this already about the NWA. Um. So this was uh, some results in NWA, you guys. We cover all wrestling, so I'm covering some stuff that we normally don't talk about here, guys. Uh, let me see what's up with this NWA thing. So oh, I'm not going to be able to get that. So I guess I can't tell you. Well, it says NWA power, steam, and results. Uh, Matt Condorda, uh, Cadona, and more. So I'm, I'm not really seeing what's going on there. Uh, let me go back real fast, Whispering Eagle, and see if I got anything from our guests. And it does not look like uh did not answer me, so I don't know if he's been available. I know he was. Or he's probably busy if he's working that. If he, he may be working, you know, you just never know. Yep, yeah, it's all right. Joe Helms, yeah. we appreciate you trying to, if you can, go ahead and call in. We'll take the phone call we got about. Uh, 20 minutes or so left on the show. I'm not going to worry about it too much anymore. Uh, Whispering Eagle. So what else we got going on? Um, let's see some new, see what else we got. Oh, here's, here's a good one I should put on here. So now this one just came up. We're going to go back to talking about uh, Clash and some things that could happen at Clash. So five ways Jay Uso could be, uh, betray Roman Reigns. And, uh, what do you think? We we put this up before about Usos possibly betraying Roman Reigns. I think I think it's a good possibility. It could be this this uh, this match coming up. You know, um, you just never know because you know they might be getting ready to do a super kick to Drew McIntyre and accidentally hit him. You know, so. Well, I, also you know he has to be. Uh, with Jay, there's uh, been a lot of bad history between yeah. him and Roman Reigns as well. So the number four thing they have, <laughs> frustration due to Sami Zayn. Yeah. Roman yeah. Reigns hurts Jimmy or Jay Uso. Yeah. Um, Sammy has some kind of influence. Yeah. Uh, the Rock influences Jay Uso. This would be a way to bring the Rock into the the if yeah. I don't think the Rock's going to try wrestling. The, the Rock could come back and say, "What in the hell are you doing? You're a Samoan. You're one of my feet, one of my people, and you're letting your your cousin control everything that you do. Why wow, you ought to be out already world champion by now, son? You know or whatever you know." All right, I just got a text back from Joe. He says he's going to call in just a minute, so we'll we'll probably finish out the show with Joe. 
Um, let me go back here just until he calls. Hopefully he'll call before we – in the show. If not, we might do a private interview and post it up afterwards. That would so. be great. Um, anyway, we'll, we'll do it one way or the other. So, um, you know, what I want to ask is how come – what happened to Omos in MVP? No, let me uh, let me tell you something. I was watching watching uh, I was watching what is it? Uh, oh, the video thing. Uh, I was watching TikTok. No, the other one. Uh, uh, YouTube. YouTube. I was watching YouTube today, and they said ten wrestlers that the WWE might fire, and those two were on the list. MVP and Omos. Yeah, because Omos ain't really athletic. He's just one of those real slow. Muscle guys that if he gets a hold of you, you're hurt, you know. But uh, and MVP, he's just a guy nowadays that, that can make you famous, but that's about it. He ain't, yeah, he ain't not really in the ring. Not yeah. in the ring anymore. Uh, and a few others. Oh, yeah, Cedric, Cedric the Entertainer or whatever his name was. All right, you guys, here we go. Let me put this on. Welcome to Outlaw Sports Entertainment and Talking Trash with the Whispering Eagle and the Outlaw Michael Thompson. Is this Joey? Can you hear us? Yeah, yeah. How's it going? It's going good. Thank you for calling in on the show. We appreciate coming and being on a guest on Outlaw Talking Trash with the Whispering Eagle and the Outlaw Michael Thompson. So, tell us a little bit about yourself. Uh, well, I go by the hired gun. Uh, uh, I'm a heel character out of uh, Mid-States Wrestling in Harrison, Arkansas. Okay. Um, and what yeah. would be the name of the, the production company or the wrestling company that you wrestle with? Yeah, it's Mid-States. Mid-States. Mid out of Harrison. Okay, because I want to put some links up with that with our group. And for our fans like that. So you play a heel. Let me let me ask you a quick question about a heel. What what made you decide between being a face and a heel? What made you decide go heel? Um, it was the opportunity that was presented to me at the time. Um, you know, I'm, I'm fairly fairly new to the industry. Um, I've been around for just about a year. And so um, I was training down in mid-states, and the opportunity came to me. Hey, look, I got this going on. Um, you know, there's not a lot of heels around. Would you, you know, be interested in playing a heel for me? This is what I got. And he has a, you know, new to the industry. I'm like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to get in wherever I can. And so I just, I just took up with it and, you know, I had went to a few shows in the past and, um, there was a heel manager, his name's Steven Espinosa, who's actually my heel manager. Now I, I told Jay, Jason Jones, who is the promoter of mid States. I told him, I said, like, well, I'll, you know, I'll do it, you know, but I want to have Steven E as my manager. I just, there's just something about that guy. I like, you know? And so we, we kind of put the character together. No, that's pretty awesome. Hey, guess what, man? You actually uh, go went to the same high school, brother. Oh, Central High School? Yes, sir. Yeah, huh? Bulldog proud. Yeah. <laughs> well, let me ask you another question. Um, you say you're kind of new to the business. So, like, 
uh, you have some WW former uh, WWF trainers and 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 working with the production you're working now. Uh, about how do you guys do like a weekly show? Do you do it like locally? Um, we do we do shows in Harrison. Um, we'll make trips up here to Springfield. We'll do them here at Relics. Um, it's you know we're not here weekly. Um, we do a, a show probably about oh, every other month. One in Harrison, and then we'll come up and do one in Springfield. Um, we did one uh, about two months ago in West Plains. Um, you know, and, and, and that's with like MSW with me, I'm an independent wrestler, so I can pretty much kind of get booked and go, you know, out there wherever I want to. And so I've kind of been all over the place. Have you, have you come close to AEW or WWE yourself or, or you uh, want to try no, to stay out of I those words? Um, the closest I came to anything like that is I went to a AEW seminar back in January in, um, Oh, where was it? It was, um, Oh, I can't remember the exact location it was, but um, we went up there and it was a QT Marshall seminar. And, um, you know, I hadn't had a whole lot of time in the ring uh, at the time. And um, I figured that we were just going to go in and do some training, etc. Well, he wanted to just do five-minute matches, so he was throwing us in there in the ring with with people we didn't even know and and some of us were just just as green as can be i was still really green i'm still green you know you're considered green for at least three years in the business yeah, you know? that's dangerous especially yeah. whenever some people are so tight you know being green like that you know that's absolutely that's dangerous and we just paired off with people and you know we went through some things and and put a five-minute match on and um i had only had one five-minute match, like singles match at that time. I did some tag team stuff and some battle royal stuff. And so, I, you know, I was probably about as nervous as somebody could be because you got somebody that high profile in your face right then, you know what yeah. I mean? I'm like, so early on, I'm like, what did I get myself into? And so, I mean, we went through the match and, you know, he, he didn't say I sucked or the other guy sucked or anything like that. You know, he was really nice. Just, you know, it was basically like, here's the, about four things you should work on. And, um, you know, one thing is, you know, that they really look at is your physique. You know, I, I just got done playing arena football, you know, uh, back in the summer and so i still kind of had the football belly mode going on you know and so i had been training and training trying to cut all that back trying to reshape my body for pro wrestling you know and and you know it's it's not easy going from someone that likes to eat and try to break bones to you know looking like a a bodybuilder that can you know destroy anybody in the ring so uh you know, so yeah, it's it's hard it's hard not looking like King Kong Bundy, you know, or or Andre the Giant, you know. Hey, you know what though? Those guys, those guys were huge, you know. And yeah. Nobody gave you know gave them crap about their physique. Yeah, that's why that's why Vince bought them. You know, Vince Vince had those guys because they were huge. You know, back in back in those days in the WWE, the bigger you were, the more you got played. You know. And now, Absolutely. now the guys with the physiques are the ones who get got played now, you know. Uh, but of course, back yeah. back then, you had Don Morocco and Hulk Hogan, and uh, oh, just several others, you know, that were built like brick, like poop houses, you know. 
Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, I remember, I remember going back and going back. You know, um, one that really stuck out in my head was Superfly Jimmy Snooker. Oh yeah, that guy was massive. Oh yeah, you know, I went Jim to Jared, I went to one know? of the live events, WWE live events here, and uh, you know, uh, Big E. I'd never seen somebody so big in my life. His arms is as big as my thighs. That's how I mean, and they were defined muscle. I mean, he's huge, huge, huge man. Well, well, I mean, those guys, you know, they, they, they're on the road a lot, but what downtime they do have, they're in the gym. Oh, I yeah. Mean, make no mistake, the life is not easy. Right. Even as, even as an independent wrestler right now, you know, juggling a full-time job, you know, I got kids and, and grandkids and things like other things that I got to take care of, but I'm still having to be in the gym putting the hours in, you know, I'm still training in the ring putting the hours in, you know, trying to find time to sleep and rest you know and trying to eat healthy it's it's a lot of work oh yeah now I, I, that's a question i have for you too at, at the stage of where we're at now being an independent wrestler and in this promotion um obviously like you said you, you still work full-time and you're trying to build your wrestling career with that so does that at this point come with some revenues income or or is that so, kind of like down um, the road so, um, as independent wrestlers, uh, we go out and we get booked, all right? So, bookings can, I mean, it can be anything from, you know, a, a $10 bill to a $50 bill or whatever. I mean, it's not much at all, okay? But where us as our own entrepreneurs and trying to build ourselves and our character, we have to try to play the smart game and see what can sell, what can't sell, learn to merchandise ourselves out there to make money. Yeah. And so... So like if, 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 if WWE came into town and wanted a worker, uh, you, know, uh, you know, wanted a, uh, a heel to come in and... Uh, Work a work a match for uh, like say, Drew McIntyre. Uh, would uh, they hired you? What what would the price like that would be? Would that be the same amount that you get you know, now, or or higher? I think that there is a minimum on that. I'm not real sure, but I've heard other guys um, in the business talk about being picked up for them. Sometimes you know it's like they'll get like a two three hundred dollar check, something like that yeah. for for that whatever it is they do and a lot of those guys they'll keep that check and frame it you know they'll keep that check and frame it because who's to say they'll, they'll ever get another chance to do that you know what I mean oh yeah, yeah. I mean people that you know play football their whole life and their dream is the NFL like the percentage is super super low that any that you're gonna make it you know right. and it's just like playing the lottery just like wrestling man you gotta have a look you gotta develop yourself you you, you got to do all these things you got to train like i mean that's you got to know how to work and and for these people to want to pick you up and so it's always constantly learning process and so like with the merchandise thing you know you got to know what sells what's not going to sell and and keep trying to push the stuff that's going to sell you know there's nights that you know one night i made 400 bucks you know and there's nights i made 150 bucks on merchandise you know, for a couple of hours of doing something that you love, that's actually that's that's actually still a pretty good payday. Oh yeah, yeah. Hey Jerry, we are getting towards the end of our podcast. Um, I can uh, either call you back, or uh, if you want to continue the interview, we can do it after the show's over. I do appreciate you coming on the show. 
Um, is there a website or anything where our fans can check you out? And I, I was going to post some stuff in our group, and you're more than welcome to join the group too. It's Outlaw Talking Trash about wrestling. Uh, it's on Facebook. Uh, you can go to my webpage, mtomsick.com, to get that. But um, do you have a website or anything where people can check you out? You know, um, I would just go to uh, com and um, just go on there and, uh, you know, check it out. Uh, we're having a show coming up uh, uh, October 15th in Harrison, and the next one's going to be November 12th here in Springfield. So, you know, tickets are on sale now. I think there's actually um, a cheaper price if you go on there and use a certain code right now. So uh, just go and check them out right now. That'd be the best thing you can do at this time. All right, well, maybe if you're up here in Springfield, uh, we can check you out uh, on November 12th show and maybe do something live with you. Uh, it's one of the things I love to do is promote uh, people as well on the show and because um, I also do Outlaw Sports Entertainment as well. So anyway, um, I do appreciate you coming on the show. We're going to go ahead and close the show. Um, if you want to close with anything else, go ahead. No, that's it, man. Just, just uh, you can look me up on Facebook, Joe Helms, or um, on Instagram, Big Joe Helms. And I'll look. I'll hook those in, links up in our group, and also on my pages, you guys. So if you want to catch them up, thank you very much for coming on the show. Have a good one, brother, and good night, man. All right, thank you. Good night. Uh, bye bye. Sorry about that. Somebody called me. One of my friends. <laughs> All right, you guys. That was really cool to have uh, a guest on the show yeah, for the first, first time, time man. and uh, I'll post some links up uh, to mid-state wrestling and stuff and I really appreciate uh, Joy doing the Joy Helms uh, doing the interview with us and answering some tough questions from Whispering Eagle and the outlaw Michael Tomsick guys of course join us next Wednesday if you guys want to be a guest I don't even care if you're a professional wrestler if you guys want to come and just talk with us about wrestling any wrestling yeah promotions promotions anything like that just text us email if, us if you want to give us tickets to wrestling we'll come we'll come yeah. <laughs> matter of fact he said he's gonna be here november 12th and we might have to go to yeah, that we may have to go to that one let meet him live in person anyway you guys remember that you guys should become outlaws and be wanted we love you guys goodbye welcome to outlaw talking trash with the outlaw Michael Thompson and the Whispering Eagle. And today we're going to have a special guest about halfway through the show. Yeah. His name is Doug. He's no. a promoter for Epic Pro Wrestling, Epic correct? Epic Pro Wrestling, yeah. Yeah, and we're going to be dropping a bomb, I hear. Well, yeah, he's, he's going to be. He told me what it is, but I, I'm going to make it a surprise. I'm going to leave it as a surprise for him. Well, I just want to announce to our fans, you guys, this is what it is about our show and about talking about wrestling. And Whispering Eagle, I've been telling you in the past, you guys, you want to be a guest on the show, you are you have a, a wrestling promo, promotion, you have a wrestling company you like, maybe you're a wrestler yourself, whether you're amateur or professional, um, maybe you just want to talk about wrestling. I don't, you know, whatever it is, we can get you done. Yeah. And you know what I, I really like, too, and I, I want to um, mention, too, is I really appreciate you guys uh, – liking us and subscribing to us uh the show is growing even more whispering eagle i looked at the other day we officially topped out over fifty thousand subscribers All it was right. fifty thousand seven hundred when i checked 
uh, one of our shows was topped out at over 8,000 listeners, which was pretty impressive. Yeah, since that's more than we've ever had. That's, yeah. yeah, that show. And then the next show after that topped out at 6,000. So we usually average somewhere between like three and five. So I was, I went and I saw we gained some more group members, even though I keep posting the group, keep asking you guys to post, keep asking you guys to talk. Okay, I just keep doing it. I'm not going to go there today. Try to stay in a positive mood. But I do want to mention I do blogs on the odds, and I usually post results uh, for the pay-per-view. I wasn't live on this pay-per-view, but I did watch it like on Monday, and I did post results for it. And quite interesting, WWE. I have to say this. You've got to be happy. You have to be ecstatic. You know Braun Strowman's back, right? Yeah, yeah. He came back on Monday Night yeah. Raw. I posted and, it to you on, on, yeah. on your uh, – So, I mean, you've got to be ecstatic with that. Oh, and hell he, yeah. That's my he boy. Just, he, they were doing – the only thing is he destroyed the uh, tag team thing, so nobody really won it yeah. to <laughs> see who was up against the Usos. But what I liked is when he left, he said he was going to be on Friday Night SmackDown. So what I want to mention to you guys – so on Friday nights, I had been on Twitter live. I think Whispering Eagle has been on Twitter too. And if you guys can join us. I will put up after today, I will put up uh, in our group the link and stuff, what my link is and my link on Twitter. And I'll put Whispering Eagles there too. If you guys want to talk to us while we're on Twitter, I usually talk to tons of people on Friday nights. Yeah, so I've been having do. a lot of fun doing this. Yeah, you do. You and, and, I get, um, I think a few of the people joined our group too. So I, I just want to say from everybody on Twitter that joins me on Friday Night SmackDown, this is becoming a pretty big thing on Friday Night SmackDown for me. Yeah. And I, I, I really enjoy talking to all the people and doing the stuff. So I appreciate you guys checking out the podcast, uh, checking out the blogs, whisp- checking out Whispering Eagle, checking out myself. I just want to say thank you for that. Um, I want to move on though and talk about they're after fallout of uh, Clash at the Castle and Monday Night Raw because your guest is going to call about halfway through the show. Um, so here's the thing. There were a few things. There, there was actually only one thing at the end of the Clash that really, to me, solidified that Roman Reigns should not be the tribal chief. He should be cheater, cheater, Roman Reigns. Bands are absolutely getting irate that Roman Reigns is continually using his family and cheating to win matches. So what happened, you guys, at the end of the match, uh, Drew McIntyre had Claiborne Roman, and who would happen to show up? His cousin, Soko Solo. Yeah. And he distracts Drew, and Drew gets pinned. Um. Quite interesting also during the match uh, called this, Austin Theory ch- came out, tried to cash in. That was quite funny that Tyson Fury, the boxing champion, Cold knocked his ass yeah. out. <laughs> I don't know what that was all about. I, I actually thought something between Tyson Theory and Drew McIntyre because they had been talking about a match between those two. Um, but it was quite interesting. So here's the thing. I have a blog. I haven't posted it yet. Well, I'm going to try to have it up tonight or tomorrow. It is about Roman Reigns and his run as the tribal chief, as champion. You guys got to think about this, though. 
Here, here's my, I think, in the WWE's fans problem with Roman Reigns. He has used the Usos and he has cheated on multiple, multiple occasions to retain the belts. Yes. He's had, he's had very, very few matches where he stepped in the ring himself and defended those belts. Yeah. Um, my, my issue right now is, you know, the thing about with Roman Reigns is I was a big, huge Roman Reigns fan when he was like the top dog. I was all about Roman Reigns because he'd go and he'd talk about Brock Lesnar and how Brock, Brock, he was a champion at the time. And Brock Lesnar would skip like pay-per-views. He wouldn't be on TV. It was all part-time. You and I both have discussed this multiple times. Now Roman Reigns is in that he's done everything that he complained about Brock Lesnar for. Yeah. He, he is he is part-time champion. Part-time, part-time champion. Part-time show. He, he Well, at least Brock Lesnar didn't do the cheating, but yeah. um, the thing about it is, here, here's what I've got to say, guys. I give Triple H and Stephanie McMahon kudos, lots of kudos. I mean, they're blowing the WWE up right now. I mean, there's just like no way. I mean, you and I, we've slammed the WWE on multiple occasions. Oh, yeah, several times. And I, I'm telling you, I, I right now am praising the WWE for what it's doing on certain things. Now, Triple H bringing like Braun Strowman back. Huge, huge, huge yes. Um, But I think you guys are going to have to think about Roman Reigns. So this is the rumor that I heard about Roman Reigns. The next pay-per-view is October 6th. Extreme Rules. I'm already hearing that Roman Reigns is not going to be Extreme Rules. It's not going to defend his titles. Um, So that puts him out to the next pay-per-view which I believe is the Royal Rumble, which was announced that it's going to be in Santa Fe, Texas. Now, I'm not 100% Royal sure. Royal Rumble's before. Uh, Might be Saudi Arabia before that. Yeah, or is it, uh, or is it uh, the Thanksgiving one? Let me look real fast. <laughs> the Thanksgiving one. Don't they have one in no, they have one in November? Let me look what their uh, pay-per-view schedule is real fast. Because I, I, I did read, though, however, that his uh, he was not that he is not scheduled to be at this extreme yeah. Uh, which, okay, so the thing I like, another thing I like, though, is Survivor that series is in January. He's, he's like um, building quite a repertoire of people coming after the belt. Yeah. I want to mention this before we get too, too far, too, though. This is quite interesting to me. You know how the stock, WWE stock, was up like around $71, $72? Yeah. As today, as closing the WWE stock, I'm looking at right now, only closed at sixty six dollars and fifty four cents. Wow! So you know they're, it's kind of funny how they're doing all the right things for the fans and everything, but the stock price is plummeting for some reason. Yeah. Um. Pay per views. Anyway, uh, what's your thoughts on Roman Reigns? I know you got some. I just think we need it. I mean, I go to all these uh, wrestling groups and uh, and uh, Facebook, and there's people. Roman oh, Reigns is going to win. I don't care what the haters say. They he's going to win. I said he's a cheater. He's going to win. He, he win. He wins fair and square. How does he win fair and square when he when he has guys outside the ring beating up people and and sending them back in the ring for him to defeat. That ain't him wrestling. That's somebody else wrestling, you know? Well, even if – I mean, 
you know, we've seen this on, I, I'm put this in, I told you guys I'm going to release a blog tonight on this site, but part of my blog talks about this too. I mean, Roman Reigns has quite a heritage family in the WWE. Yeah. Um, yeah Jay Bob's and Jimmy Lord. Uso are, act, are actually his cousins, yeah. along with Soko Solo. Yeah. Um, is related to him, and their and their dad is uh, Yokozuna. No, and, uh, or, uh, well, he is related to Yokozuna too. No, Yokozuna was a uh, was a sumo wrestler from Japan. Yeah, but he's. I looked up the Wikipedia. He's related into the Roman Reigns family. So, really? Yeah, oh, I didn't know that. Um, there was, I think, the guy you were talking about um, was. He used uh, to be the Tonga kid back in the day. He's related to him yeah. also. Um, I was thinking of um, Jimmy and Jay's dad. Um, can't think of his name right now. He's one of the that that thumps people. All right, we got assholes calling. All right, okay. Well, we're talking to the assholes calling. Hopefully, that's not your friend. Um, anyway, we got so this is the schedule that we had just got clashed with the cash. So October eighth uh, is WWE Extreme Rules, and you're right. So November twenty sixth, a couple of days after Thanksgiving, is the Survivor Series in Boston. So probably the next time we're going to see Roman Reigns, unless he defends those titles like on television, is going to be at uh, Survivor Series. But I'm going to tell you guys something else too. USA is really pressuring the WWE about bringing some belts back to USA. They've even gone as far as to say they wanted an interim belt That's put uh, on I USA. I thought it was stupid in uh, AEW, and I think it would be stupid in WWE. to take it to you because know, that person fought hard for that championship, and if they get injured, then just let them give up the championship and – uh, let somebody else have it until they get back, you know? All right. I just got more assholes calling I like your ringtone. Yeah, you Whispering Eagle. <laughs> That's my buddy Dobby. Tommy, he keeps calling. He's going to be put on the, the show. Asshole calling. Anyway, you guys, we're having some fun this, this show. Whispering Eagles kind of got a friend that we're kind of dealing with. So sorry about that, guys. But um, anyway, some other things. Well, let's let's go back to this. So I think Triple H and Stephanie really need to consider either splitting up the belts or getting the belts off Roman Reigns. But like I said, he's building a list of people coming after him now. Braun Strowman's coming over Friday night. I'm pretty sure that he's – Going after yeah, him. Yeah, he's one of the uh, I would want to get after me. Kevin Owens. Yeah. Uh, who defeated Austin Theory on Monday Night Raw. Oh, he's in a good match. Yeah, but Austin Theory did pretty good. I, I, he did. You know what's kind of funny about Austin Theory? Here's my thought about that. I kind of think all the wrestlers and entertainers got a little pissed off about him being Vince McMahon's little buddy. And I think they're um, purposely trying to, like, not let him cash in his money in the bank. Yeah. So it'll expire in, in one year. Let yeah. him hang on to it the whole year and let it expire and never let him actually cash it in. 
That would be funny. <laughs> but I think he can cash it in, though. Can't he cash it in on the Intercontinental or uh, IC title? He can cash it in on any, any title he wants. Yeah, yeah, so, I mean, it doesn't. he doesn't really necessarily have to. Right, he could go after, like, if Bobby Lashley got his arm hurt again and he, got, he was down, he could win the title that way. Yeah. About 15 more minutes, folks, and... The vitamin D will be calling in the grow bar. And so just a few other things. Uh, we mentioned I mentioned this the last show. So Nikki uh, Cross uh, about possibly ditching her super uh, girl and she, power. And she did. She, well, she uh, ditched the cape and started wearing a... Uh, uh, she ditched the cape and started wearing a... Uh, uh, leather jacket. Yeah, and but she's still wearing the mask and that sexy skin tight outfit she wears. Yeah, and and so she might be dumb anything. So I wanted to, we're gonna kind of like jump around a little bit until your until our guest calls in. So I wanted to get your thoughts on this. This guy Freddie Prince Jr. Do you know Freddie Prince Jr. is some relationship to WWE, but he's knocking AEW. For lack of leadership, says he was told backstage, atmosphere sucks in AEW. Yeah. You, you agree with that? Well, yeah, because they're everybody's after each other in the back. They want to fight for, for real, you know. And uh, just the other day, uh, one of Chris Jericho's stable members and uh, uh, one of the Blackpool uh, Society's uh, members uh had a real falling out. I mean, they had a real, they were in real tensions. Well, I heard a rumor and a speculation. I think I posted this in our group. You guys go to our group. It is Outlaw Talking Trash about wrestling. Um, I post a lot of stuff there, but I did see where my, uh, Mr. Black is considering leaving. Really? Alistair? Uh, yeah, Alistair Black is considering leaving AEW. Huh. Um, I don't know. If it's just for a short time or if it's a, a permanent change, but um, in the well, they don't use them. Oh, they do, but uh, I don't know. He's I I I, just, I I I think that they need to stop stop with all the damn factions and um, just go with uh, with you know single singles competitors, you know, instead of factions because it's just. I'm tired of fact. I'm actually literally tired of factions after the NWO and uh, Degeneration X. All the factions suck after they after those guys. You know they were they were awesome. Well, I think you know? the problem the AEW and, and what you've been talking about, and I don't watch AEW as much as you do, but you said primarily AEW is built completely out yeah. of factions. So when you have complete thing out of factions, it kind of makes one. It doesn't make one faction stand out like. Right. The NWR would have, or the Generation X, or any other faction that's been in the in WWE. Yeah, um, I think I I don't know what to think of AEW at this point. I mean, we've again Tony Khan. I am calling you out. The outlaw Michael Thompson, Whisper Eagle here. We're calling you out. Come on the show. We'll talk to you. But I think he's just making the same old mistakes I've been talking about. The promotions. Uh, the television, uh, lack not, of writers, lack of writers, not promoting uh, 
people that are not ex WWE entertainers, um, just not building his own his own. What about ROH? We hardly hear about ROH anymore. Yeah, but most you know? of the wrestlers wrestle on there on that show. You know, uh, like the the champion is Cesaro for the former the man formerly known as Cesaro, and he's a world cha- he's a world champion in ROH. So uh, then he's been. Uh, He's been defending his title on AEW. Yeah, and, and this is the problem. See, here, here we go, Whispering. This is this is my perfect example. We talked about this this group a while back ago. Remember, I mentioned the Wow Women of Wrestling. Well, here here's a news story about them. I'll post this in our group in a little while, but they're going to have new episodes of Wow premiering this month, and they're going to be on top ten markets. Listen to where they are going to be. They're going to be in L.A., New York, Chicago, and Philadelphia. So in New York, they're going to be on WN, WLNY Channel 55 at 11 p.m., Los Angeles on KCAL Channel 9 at 2 a.m., Chicago, WCIU, or CW26 at 12 p.m. Central, Philadelphia on WPSG, CW57 at 11 p.m., Dallas-Fort Worth at KTXA-TV at 1 a.m. Central, San Francisco on CW Affiliate, KBCW44 at 2.30 a.m. Pacific, Atlanta at WUPACW Affiliate, Channel 69 at 12 a.m. Eastern, Houston at KIAH 12 a.m. Central, Washington, D.C. at WDCW Channel 50 at 2 p.m. Eastern, and in Boston again at WSBC uh, my network TV 38 at 12 a.m. Eastern. So here's this wow, um, you know, that's that's relatively new. I mean, they're already getting these places. What about AEW? Yeah. ROH. This is what I'm talking about, Tony Khan. I mean, here's I mean, this group. This is where AEW should be. Yeah, they should be like doing stuff like this. Local TV stations where people can pick it up. Yes. In local areas. Yes. Yes, and, uh, you know, also, well, you said wild wrestling. I also had seen an article the other day. Somebody's trying to bring back glow, uh, glow wrestling. Gorgeous women, uh, gorgeous ladies of wrestling. I did see that as well. Yeah. I, I haven't heard much more of that. Um, if you guys... Um, I never really mentioned this, and I probably should mention it more often. But I have a Pinterest. Uh, if you guys, I'll, I'll I'll put some links into my Pinterest. Yeah. Um, but I've been doing my Pinterest ever since I opened Outlaw Sports Entertainment, so it's been going for like twenty years now. But it's all sports. There's nothing but sports in there. I mean, like every kind of sport. But I I used to uh, I pin stuff in there all day, and I Glow was one of the companies I just recently pinned in there. Yeah. Uh, with some of the the, and I also pinned in this Wow as well. Um. So I like to pin like certain groups and certain things that are happening in our relevant time in my Pinterest. Yeah. But if you guys ever want to look at my Pinterest, you probably find like tons and tons of photos of all kinds of sports. It's, there was another organization that they were kind of like the ECW of female wrestling, and uh, they they got naked sometimes in the ring. You know, uh, almost naked or. From almost to very close, you know, I mean, I was talking stripped down to underwear, you know, 
Right. And uh, it was kind of, and I think it's kind of like wow wrestling, but it was uh, more like uh, uh, women's hardcore wrestling or something like that. They would they would literally have battles out into the bar and pour beer over each other's heads and hit each other with beer beer uh, pitchers and all that stuff, you know. But so I was going to mention back to what I said. Here's the the post, and I'll post this later in our group too. Malia Black reportedly receives conditional release from AEW. So he's he's no longer with AEW. Black that, is that, that's what they're saying. Ah, uh, and he was a good star on there. It would, they actually they actually utilized him as well. I'm talking as you know his. His entrance and everything like that was out of this world. I mean, I, I loved his entrance, but but man, that's that's harsh. Now that's a good wrestler that they've that they've I, let I go. Think, I think AEW personally, Tony Khan. I think you're in trouble right now. Yeah, um, it's just my personal opinion. I know, and I belong to AEW groups too. Yeah, and, and you know, and I'm not trying to pick on the AEW at all. Uh-uh. You know, the thing about it is I know AEW and WWE are different fundamentally in some ways. Yeah. And I've said this before. I don't think – I don't want to see WWE crush AEW, and I don't want to see AEW go away in any factor. Matter of fact, I would love to see AEW even grow even bigger. The problem that I see, though, is the things I'm mentioning, like the, the media thing. And you got people leaving. You got all these people complaining about AEW. You got, you know, Tony Khan – I saw in one of the groups uh, someone asked, why does Tony Khan have to come out on an interview? I think he was trying to be a little bit like Vince McMahon, but I think he should not. I think he should take more of a like a role like Stephanie and, and Triple H right now where they're not really coming out to the ring. They're not being a part of it. Um, they're not interjecting that, at least right at this point. That might change pretty soon. But, yeah. um, you know, the thing about it, Tony Khan could run the company – and not have to be like in the spotlight all the time, you right? Know? Yeah, you know he he could he could even like yeah, man, he hey Tony Khan, what's pretty go? The outlaw Michael Thompson managers managers yeah managers we'll, we'll, show we'll run the show we'll for run, you yeah we'll, we'll run do. it for you so Jeez. anyway speaking of that for uh, hopefully before your your or your partner our partner from uh, Epic Pro Wrestling calls in Doug. Um, I wanted to go back to something that happened on Monday Night Raw, which I thought was completely hilarious. I loved it. I thought it was just awesome. That was the bit with Ronda Rousey and Adam Pierce. Yeah, that made him scream like a girl. <laughs> well, here's the here's the thing. I don't know. I put a poll up on Twitter um, just out of curiosity to see what people would say. And I didn't know if that was like Adam Pierce hinting towards he wanted to leave his position. You know, he's been doing it for a while. And I give it to Adam Pierce. I mean, you, you say one thing or another about Adam Pierce, but I think overall he's probably done a pretty good job managing yeah. both shows. But I, I think what he, what they're uh, what they're doing is they're trying to make trying to pull the uh, Eric Bischoff like. Uh, managers, you know, general managers. Well, stuff. the only thing is they might have pushed the limit. You got to kind of watch, like, the limit. I mean, because when Adam Pierce, how can I say this? When Adam Pierce starts calling Ronda Rousey names and stuff like that, yeah, then it becomes 
kind of a people look at that different, especially these days, like with sexual harassment yeah. and discrimination in the workforce and um, with women, uh, you know, building more and more careers in the workforce. Uh-huh. I think WWE has to be a little bit careful with that. Oh, yeah. Um, they played it off, but you know what? This played right into, you know, a lot of people complained about Ronda Rousey and her, uh, her skills on the mic and, and playing like into yeah. a storyline and stuff. I felt this played right into Ronda Rousey's thing. The only thing that I would have done different, if I would have been the creative team, I would have had Stephanie or McMahon come out or Triple H come out. Probably Stephanie would have been the one. I would have had Stephanie come out during during that time when Adam was complaining and everything about him not being able to do his, you know, no one caring about him and yeah. all this stuff. I would have had Stephanie come out and say, okay, Ronda Rousey, do you think you can do Adam's job? And then have Ronda say yes. And then she'll say, okay, for next week, just one week, have Ronda run SmackDown and Raw and then tell Adam Pierce, you have to wrestle. Yeah, because he is actually a, a pro. He was a champion yeah. in the NWA. So, he, what I'm saying is, they do a, make Ronda Rousey the boss for yeah. one, you know, just one show. Make Adam wrestle somebody during that show because he becomes the entertainer. Then Ronda yeah. Rousey becomes the the boss boss. Yeah, I thought I think that could have been like an interesting. I mean, because you know, it almost been like a challenge. Okay, Ronda Rousey, can you do Adam Pierce's job? Yeah, you know, it'd be kind of fun. Just to see that would be you know, just like for just, a week. Yeah. yeah, just for a week. Just to see like what Ronda Rousey would do. And he know? has a wrestle on both shows. And it's not like anybody's gonna like go up and who's gonna like I mean you know I mean there are some people that obviously could probably take Ronda Rousey out as far as guys and stuff. Most of the women I probably wouldn't pass to taking Ronda Rousey out, you know, yeah. but But you know who I who I, who I'd have him wrestle on both shows? I'd have him <laughs> wrestle uh uh, Roman Reigns. Oh, that would be hilarious. The title. That would be funny. That would be funny. I, and, and, and I would ride it where he'd win. You know, then he'd have to be general manager and world champion at the same time, you know? Yeah, see, that's the problem with us. We come up with these weird, yeah. interesting, uh, you know, lines. Another announcement, well, I'll move past that, but I, I think – We'll have to see this Friday night. Uh, if you guys, again, want to join me on SmackDown on Twitter, see this Friday night how the storyline continues with Ronda Rousey. Because here's another problem I have. Braun Strowman attacks security guards on Monday Night Raw. Yeah. Okay, if they don't do something to Braun Strowman, they shouldn't do something to Ronda Rousey. Right. So why are they finding and, and saying Ronda Rousey's going to be in trouble for attacking Adam Pierce when Braun Strowman attacked the security yeah, as well. Braun Strowman can destroy offices. Braun Strowman can. Well, that's true, but I'm just saying, you know, you he got can destroy. You, you can't. You can't like. You can't just tell Ronda Rousey, okay, we're right. gonna find yeah, you and do it's this, not right. and then yeah. say, okay, Braun Strowman, you just well, gotta get away with. Well, this. they knew. I guess they knew Ron, Braun Strowman was gonna come out, come on there, and take on security officers and stuff like that, and that's why they said, well. Everything she's done isn't criminal, so we're dropping all of our uh, all of her suspensions. You know, maybe that's why they did that because they knew Braun Strowman was going to. They wrote it where Braun Strowman was going to come in and devastate everybody in the ring. Well, that's another thing to tune in to Friday night. This Friday night SmackDown is yeah. going to be interesting when Braun Strowman Strowman shows up. 
So another announcement I have, this came uh, is I'll post this in our group as well. So Pat McPhee is going to remain with WWE, but he has taken a job uh, with ESPN. And so uh, that means as for right now, he is not going to be commentating on SmackDown or Raw. Yeah, he's so, good. He's good. He's- yeah, that's that's kind of a loss. I can understand why he wants to go to ESPN, but I don't know. I was on ESPN. I don't know if Pat McPhee and ESPN's gonna unless he's doing color commentating. I don't know if he's gonna really. He'll have to settle down quite a bit because he has his own show too that he does, and he's kind of crazy on there. Let alone be crazy on yeah there. ESPN he, a little bit more. Uh, yeah, they kind of you can't you can't like swear and stuff on ESPN. Yeah, well. I don't even watch ESPN. <laughs> I watch Fox Sports Network. That's about that's for baseball. That's about it. So before your your friend Doug calls in here, I want to here we have a list of five people that are listed that could potentially take Roman Reigns down. Cody Rhodes hits the top of it as soon as he comes back. The Rock, uh, I don't see that happening, but Drew McIntyre. Um, Maybe possibility. Seth Rollins, another possibility. Uh, Bray Wyatt, uh, which they have a possibility. And they didn't even list Braun Strowman. I don't even know why they didn't list Braun Strowman. But, yeah, he's he's definitely getting a lot of uh, a long list of people who uh, want to come after his title. So here's another, I told you I'm going to bounce back and forth. Uh, Bobby Fish, who officially left the AEW also, which is kind of interesting that this is coming up. He actually is challenging CM Punk to a real fight. Who is? The Bobby Fish. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, I've seen something about that. I heard also that he was thinking about leaving the AEW also because they ain't using it. Yeah, I think he did leave. So it's kind of interesting that he is challenging. And he Sam. just got there. I mean, he just got into AEW, not maybe at the beginning of the year or so. So I assume by the reading more of, I'm, I'm jumping back and forth to AEW and WWE. Some news on uh, CM Punk also is that he's going to require surgery for the injury and the AEW World Championship is going to be vacated. Huh? According to this... All right, is it? Hello? We got it going on here. All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, and children of all ages, it is my pleasure to announce my friend and professional wrestler promoter, Doug Robar. Calling me a professional wrestler is very, very generous. Definitely more of a promoter. Uh, but, yeah, super glad to be here. How are you doing? Pretty good. How are you doing, Doug? We're good. Thank you, Doug, from the Outlaw Michael Tomsek for coming on the show. We really appreciate it. Uh, hey, thank you for having me, Mike. Really appreciate it. Uh, I'm, doing, I'm doing absolutely fantastic there, Lonnie. I'm just sitting out. I, I just got a new camper. I came out for a little bit of silence. I had six kids, so it gets a little bit loud in there sometimes. <laughs> Uh, but, uh, yeah, I came out uh, and uh, just, just have a little chat with you. Yeah, well, we really appreciate it, and I appreciate you uh, keep posting your, uh, your stuff in our, our group, Outlaw Talking Trash for Epic Pro Wrestling. 
Um, I, I see your posts and updates there, so I appreciate that. I've been uh, doing out to the fans and stuff like that, so I know some of them have started following Epic Pro Wrestling from that. So I, I do appreciate that. And we can uh, even uh, in our group, if you want to invite some of uh, your wrestlers and entertainers into our group to have discussions with our fans and stuff, that would be really awesome as well. Me and him was discussing some of the wrestlers that he's that he had promoted, but but uh, they couldn't go to the things because they were not vaxxed. So yeah, he was, oh, that was I, bad. I, I, <laughs> I was okay. like. I won't get any details and names or anything like that, but I mean, for for me, it's somebody who runs shows in Canada. It's a it's a real pain in the ass, right? Because before, you know, you could just sort of message somebody, and you know, God willing, they had no legal reason why they couldn't cross the border. Uh, but you know, in most cases, if you wanted to book somebody down in the states, it was a pretty simple process. Now you have to ask everybody whether or not they're vaccinated. And uh, to be honest, it's a it's it's been a real pain. It prevented me from bringing in some pretty big names. Yeah, well, I know one one big name, and, and you got to you got to get in the ring with him, and that's a oh, uh, uh, oh abyss. Yeah, you got to wrestle abyss in the ring one time. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, you know that. You know, if, if that was <laughs> if that was my show, I never would have wasted an abyss booking on me. Oh yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, I, I actually I've. I, you know, I've, I've been around for a long time in, in this territory. I've worked with a lot of promotions. And I, actually, there's a, a promoter who, uh, and honestly, he's a good friend of mine. i got nothing bad to say about the guy. Uh, but uh, Chuck Martin, actually, uh, he, he was running a show in kind of close to my hometown. And I kind of took the helm on that. I was like, you know, hey, I'll, I'll do your posters and stuff for that. Let me promote the show. I, mean, let's say I wasn't really doing very much at the time. And I was like... Uh, Hey, so if, if I get to 500 people, you and me, we'll have a match. Because he, he did a gimmick that he, where he'd wrestle under a mask. And it was just, you know, he never lost. It was a typical promoter gimmick under a mask, right? Like, you just squash the new guys all the time. Yeah. So it was something that any, anybody could do. At the time, I think I was, like, nine years from my last match at the time. Uh, my last real match. I did a Battle Royal spot. Uh so, but I mean, it was a, it was a match where anybody could do it, right? It was just he came out in a mask and threw you into tables and stuff, and it was a you know it was a match anybody could do. I wasn't worried about it. And the day of the show, he gets the pre-sales back, and he's like, "I'll never forget the call." He's like, "Dougie Robar, you broke 500. You know what?" I was like, "Oh God, what?" He's like, not only do you got a match with me, you got a match with Abyss tonight in the tag team match. Oh, <laughs> oh my God, now perspective the last time this guy and i had done business together was the last time i had done a podcast i went on the podcast and i buried him and it was years since then so i was really worried he was going to go into business for himself and now i was even more worried maybe a business was going to go into business for him <laughs> so, so i get to the show and they stick me with uh, the zebra kid uh who's another guy under a mask who's actually fucking great wrestler when he's not under that stupid mask. So they stuck you with him as a tag team and I, and I talked to a bitch before the show and like a mark I went up to him and I was like, hey, can I take the black hole slam? <laughs> and he's like, are you trained? And I was like, well, I was a little bit trained like 10 years ago. <laughs> like, no, you can't, you can't take my finish then. And so I wasn't even, I was, the agreement was made. I would work with the, the Maritime Menace because the guy had uh, the wrestler's name under the mask and 
Zebra Kid would work at Vince the whole time, and they were never to be in the, we were never to be in the same ring, me and Abyss. And of course, the match starts. Zebra Kid and Abyss are legal in the ring, and Zebra Kid comes over and fucking tags me and jumps out of the ring. <laughs> keep, it, keep in mind, that was never supposed to happen. So you'll have this whole weird spot. If you watch the match back, I swear to God, it's the worst wrestling match you'll ever see. It is, I spent money on it. It worst is actually on YouTube, the, the match is. Just look under What's Doug that? Robar and Abyss, yeah. Uh, yeah, just type in Doug Robar and Abyss, and then my condolences. Um, <laughs> but yeah, no, so, but no, you, I, there's this one part in the match where I'm trying to like, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm improvising, right? So I do a run around the mat, the match, I'm like, no, not him, him. And I start pointing at the menace. And I, I sneak in behind Abyss and I give him like the fucking three most pathetic forearms to the back you'll ever <laughs> see. And I'm like, oh my God, please don't kill me. And you'll watch me stand back into a corner. And it's the, mo- it's the most pathetic thing you'll ever see in a pro wrestling match, I swear to God. And I mean, it's all for shoot, right? It's all real. Abyss looks at me and he's like, there's a live crowd, 500 people. He's like, hey, go tag him now. It's in the middle of the match. <laughs> so he stands there and watches as me with my head down goes down and fucking tags out. Uh, awful. <laughs> that sounds like a uh, heck, yeah, of, a, got, heck of an experience. Huh? I apologize. I dropped an F bomb. Oh, okay. That's all right. <laughs> that's, that's okay. <laughs> Well, let me ask you a, a question, Doug, for our, some of our fans and for you. And obviously, you're a promoter for Epic Pro Wrestling. Uh, so, yep. do you, you what part of Canada do you mostly promote in? Uh, Eastern Canada. So, uh, I live in Nova Scotia, uh, and I, I, I typically run with you know it's referred to as the Maritimes, so Nova Scotia. Uh, New Brunswick. I haven't dabbled into Prince Edward Island yet, which is the other maritime province. Uh, I mean, we're, we're, we're pretty small provinces, but, uh, you know, I mean, in Nova Scotia alone, I think we have maybe 10 wrestling promotions running right now. Uh, New Brunswick, which is, you know, three hour drive from here, is maybe running another five or six promotions. So, I mean, we have a really good wrestling uh, community here. <laughs> Now, when uh, people work with your promotions, about how many entertainers or wrestlers do you have in your company? Uh, well, I mean, it's independent wrestling. So uh, when I sit down with, like, my, my booker, for example, uh, great guy, by the way, Tyson Hamilton, uh, we kind of look at it like, okay, so because – Say, you know, like I said, we have the Maritime Provinces, three provinces, uh, and basically all those wrestlers are sort of accessible to us. You know, yeah, you got a couple little, like, you got a couple little promotional rivalries where, hey, you're not allowed to work for this guy, you're not allowed to work for this guy. But for the most part, it's, it's pretty much independent wrestling up here, and, and the wrestlers are allowed to work for whoever they want to. So... When we're, when we're looking at our shows, we try to switch that up a little bit. I hate that, you know, we have 10 promotions running in such a small area and every poster sort of looks the same because you have all the same faces on every poster. So we, we try to switch up our shows. We have what we call like our core eight. So we have eight people that we, that we sort of focus on more than others. Uh, eight people that we try to make sure are, 
constantly on the shows, uh, even if it means traveling them from a little bit further to get there, get here. Uh, we're, we're very much, uh, very much quality over quantity. Um, so we're, you know, uh, on any given show, I'd imagine we'd have, uh, you know, maybe like our core eight people plus maybe six more people who were interchangeable. You know, when WCW, uh, you know, was disbanded by Vince McMahon, he didn't take all the wrestlers, and some of the wrestlers went into indie feds. And, you know, the the height, the, the, you know, the like the big-name wrestlers like Abyss and, you know, Ken Shamrock and uh, other wrestlers uh, like that, yeah, when you're in a promotion like that and you have a small promotion and you don't and you ain't making that much money at the at the door, uh, how do you pay the bigger wrestlers uh, uh, the money that they would require? Because I because uh, I remember one of them, uh, he he was charging a thousand dollars a show, you know. So uh, I was just I, mean, I, I I can tell you right now. I mean, there are guys who wrestle six matches on WWE TV in 2008 we were charging more than a thousand dollars a show nowadays yeah uh, you know uh, the the WWE network really it it changed the pace the pay rate a little bit when it was released because I remember you could get again I'm not going to get into details or anything like that but one guy in particular who's who's in the WWE Hall of Fame uh, you see him book regularly and he was you know three hundred and fifty dollars a night and when I was talking to him after the launch of the network, his rate was up to three thousand. So I had another zero. Wow. Uh, you know, like wrestlers um, like Braun Strowman, one of the reasons why Vince McMahon let him go during the, uh, you know, uh, during when it, some of the uh, the releases was because he was making three million dollars a year. You know, so uh, how how would you pay? Strowman's a big guy. Strowman's an attraction, right? Yeah. Man. How would you put, like somebody, if he, he came, might be worth three million dollars? Yeah, if, if he came to your organization, you'd have to pay him. Shoot, you'd have to pay him I whatever would, you made at the door. You wouldn't you know, make I, no money. It, it, here's the thing, right? Is um, you know, a lot of these times you see these big shows, and it's not really just one guy who's promoting the show, right? It's, it's part of like a convention, or you have a bunch of organizations that are pushing through. Sponsors are great too. I mean, if you, if you get sponsors, oh yeah, yeah, that's you know, right. It's not always easy to get sponsors for wrestling. You know, sometimes, especially uh, like I know that, like I, I I run more rural communities, and it's still a real uh, like like there's still a lot of uh, like a, a, an uh, an archaic mindset about uh, wrestling. So really it's about sort of having an in with some of these places, right? Like I I just did a show with, uh, I guess it's okay to say it, uh, the, the Bridgewater Exhibition. And they used to be like, they wouldn't even return my calls. And then they got new management and then all of a sudden I was getting booked into the Bridgewater Exhibition. Sometimes it's just about who you're talking to, right? Like it's just about who's the one on the other end, right? Yeah. Well, when you're when you're doing your promotions and stuff um, around your areas, is there like I guess uh, Whisper Eagle wants to touch on this base a little bit too, and I know it's kind of a difficult subject to talk about financial stuff. 
but I guess as being a promoter, I'd be kind of wondering as as part as because I talk some of the business about WWE stocks and stuff like that on the show as well to our fans. Yeah. So I guess um, with what Whispering Eagles kind of getting at, it's like we already know you have to like book the stadiums and and do all that and get sponsors for that, and yeah. then um, so you guys sell your own merchandise and stuff like that as well to make revenues as well. For us, it's still, I mean, for, for us in the Maritimes anyway, at least to some degree, it's still a currency business, right? So yeah, we're all, we're all trying to sell merch. I personally, like if I, I'm on Facebook Marketplace all the time, if I see somebody selling like all their old wrestling figures, I'm going out and I'm buying them by the lots and then I'm putting them on merch tables to make extra money, right? But that extra money, it really goes, like that extra money is, is more or less for me it's extra like play money right like I'll take the boys out for, for lunch or something like that I usually have a deal with a restaurant in town where so much off I take the roster out and I use my merch money for that uh, but uh, you know I'm renting booking stadiums and, and, and WWE size contracts and stuff like that that's, it's not really comparable to what I you know to my level of promoting shows, right? Like, I, I run shows out of hockey uh, rinks. Right. I, I had, um, when I was in Florida, I was working for ESPN. I, I covered some uh, what they called amateur wrestling and MMA down there. And they did yeah. a lot of that, too. Like, they would book um, – and we have one here, actually, in Springfield, too, that, that books, um, like, at a place called Relics here. But they would book at, like, smaller venues and stuff like that that – like what you're saying would hold like 500 to a thousand yeah. people, and, yeah. and you know then they'd sell I mean, the merchandise and stuff like that. And, and that we, we run we like like we'll run things like uh, you know firewalls, community centers. Uh, you know the exhibition grounds is just a bunch of farms that have like stages and stuff built in them. You know we can run a show just about anywhere. Um, you know, it, it's about it, it, a lot of the time it's about finding places that keep your costs down. Uh, but just to be clear, like for me to rent like a venue that fits, I, I, I'm talking to one right now, for example, about a show on October 22nd. Uh, this venue would fit about, well, my, my ring is 22 by 22. It's a WWE sized ring. Um, and it would fit about 600 people in there with my ring and the total cost of the venue was only $300. That's 300 Canadian dollars. Right. Um, so it's pretty affordable. <laughs> right. Yeah. And then what, what is like the average, uh, uh, ticket run for the fans for your shows? Uh, since, since I started Epic up now, I've, I've worked with like, promotions over the years and the price point has changed. But right now what I sell my tickets for is I sell, First and second row, I call them ringside. So anywhere in the first two rows from the ring, uh, $25 a piece, and that's all ages. So that's children, adults, uh, seniors, anybody. $25 if you want to sit in the first two rows. Those are all sold through advanced ticketing through a couple different vendors. Uh, and they also get you in a little bit early, so you have like a, an express line essentially to get into the show, and we, we have like a VIP match for those ringside people as well. So you get a little something extra. Yes. Uh, your next price points is just your, your general admission tickets. So that's anywhere beyond the first two rows, whether that be four seats, bleachers. You know, sometimes we run out of seats and we just stick people wherever we can stick them. Yeah. Uh, and uh, yeah, for that, it's 
$20 for adults, and kids under 12 are $15. Oh, that's pretty reasonable, that's pretty yeah. Yeah, that's real good. Well, here in, here in Missouri, I mean, here in my town, that we, even if we if we scheduled a fire station, they would probably charge you a hundred dollars a seat, you know. But hundred dollars, a hundred dollars a seat? No, yeah, no. Well, not I'm for exaggerate. Well, the, but, w, well, the reason yeah. I whispered he goes saying that's because uh, the WWE came here and yeah. we were gonna go and they were seventy dollars. Like, yeah, they were like seventy or eighty dollars a piece for each seat, and uh, it was it was pretty. But yeah. I I think the uh, other organization that I talked to is probably around the same rates. You're talking about. Well, I wanted. To, we are kind of getting towards the end of the show, and Whispering Eagle said that you had something that you wanted to announce on the show. So I'm. I'd give the floor to you uh, for your announcement. Or uh, it's gonna be sort of like a nothing burger now. Yeah, I'm working on two shows. One I just sort of touched base on, but I wasn't able to get it all all locked in today the way I'd hoped it would. But I am running a show on uh, on October 22nd. Uh, Outside of that, I don't want to announce anything else just in case something falls through at this time. Um, and starting September 30th, actually, in uh, Newcomville, Nova Scotia, uh, Epic Pro Wrestling is opening a school uh, that's being led by Narcissus Saint, who's been a professional wrestler here for about 15 years, one of the uh, one of the best wrestlers in Canada by far. Now, we do have some wrestlers and stuff here that listen to our show. Matter of fact, we had a, a guest from uh, one of the local... Uh, wrestling companies here. If someone wanted to get a hold of you and possibly wrestle with your organization, how would they do that, Doug? Probably the Facebook page is the best bet. Uh, I check it myself every day, so you know, that would be the best way to do it. The Epic Pro Wrestling Facebook page, uh, facebook.com uh, backslash uh, Epic Pro NS. All right. All right. That's really awesome. So if you guys are listening to the show out there, want to contact Doug? Think about maybe going up to Canada and doing some wrestling or maybe possibly join a school there. Yeah, join the school and become Hulk Hogan. Let me tell you something, brother. You know, maybe you make it to <laughs> WWE sometime, you know. You I know, know, Doug. You, you know, I'm going to have to tell you this. Somehow, some way, you're going to have to get the outlaw Michael Tomsick and Whispering Eagle in a ring somehow <laughs> as a tag team or something. <laughs> But, but, but he has to have a ramp for a wheelchair because that's the only way I get up in the daggum thing now. Now, we have, we have to make a specialty <laughs> ramp for Whispering Eagle here, but. Hey, guys. It's been great. Yeah. Well, I really appreciate you coming on the show, and thank you. And like I said, just keep posting in the group. If you do have, um, if you want, um, I think you have my email address. If not, it's the outlaw mtomsick at yahoo.com. Or you can send it to Whispering Eagle here. Um, if you want to send me information when you get more confirmation about your October 22nd show, just do that, and I'll, I'll post out, like, a, a news press here for you um, on my web pages and stuff, and then just keep posting it in the group and stuff. Right. And, and thank you for calling in today and, and taking your time to be I'm with us. I'm a TikToker. I'll make you TikTok famous. You know, I might make you uh, – uh, Epic Pro Wrestling in Nova Scotia, I mean Nova Scotia, Canada. Uh, yeah. The promoter right, Doug Robar. Thank you very much for having me. Have a great one. All right, All right thank you very brother. much, Doug. Thank Take you care of the kids. Be careful, yeah, brother. Have fun with those kids. Yeah. Don't let them drive you too crazy. <laughs> bye, bye, brother. Well, you guys, that was Doug Robar. He is a promoter and owner of Epic Pro Wrestling in Canada. 
Really appreciate. Thank you, Whisper and Eagle, for getting your friend to come on. Oh yeah, and uh, me and him, we we used to we used to uh, uh, we used to role play uh, wrestlers together. And my character was called uh, uh, oh, what was his name? Uh, oh shoot, he he was he was a real deal Doug Robar, and I was Morbid, and Morbid was like a evil one of the most evil people in in the in the world and i was i was thinking evil thoughts all the time at that time you know and i and i i always i put them on on, on you know on my role plays and me and him we had some knockdown drag out role plays on there <laughs> and it was fun oh my god but people always thought we were stupid but but well we was we was doing role plays that were hardcore you know and there were some people that said to go, I take my chain out and hit you over the head, or I pick up, I see a chain, I pick it up, you know. I'd say, and then Morbid takes takes uh, Doug Robar and throws him through the through the glass, you know, and and he's cut up and everything like that, <laughs> you know. It, it was fun. That sounds like a lot of fun. Oh, Doug's Doug, I haven't met Doug, but he sounds like a fantastic guy. He's, Sounds like he's pretty crazy. I've like, never like met me. him, but we've we've been good friends for a long time. Uh, it's really awesome, and it's it's um I've been enjoying these guests that we've been having. Yeah. As of lately, and uh, we gotta we gotta keep working on getting some more guests for you guys. Uh, as usual, our shows are on Wednesdays, uh, posted every Wednesday night. Uh, you guys can join us live on Twitter on Friday nights. Um, we're gonna try to do some more stuff uh, here pretty soon um do you want to before i close out the show i i do want to start getting try to get some sponsors for our show so if you guys are out there and want to sponsor uh a lot of talking trash about wrestling that'd be great uh you guys just let you guys know you get 50 000, over fifty thousand subscribers five to six thousand to listen listeners every week yeah um taco bell or pizza hut yeah, I want to mention this too because a lot of time of free pizza be fine with me. <laughs> yeah, a lot of people go. Uh, well, I I also blog about other stuff, but on my blog page, which is mtomsic.com, um, I was looking at stacks yesterday. I was, I was just shocked that um, like every thirty days or so, I'm having like six hundred fifty to a million people come through my web pages, and yeah. uh, we're averaging like about one hundred eighty to two hundred thousand people on social media. So yeah, and if they click that, that means there's over a hundred thousand people clicking on that, you know, sometimes. Yeah. I mean, that's so. like Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, mm-hmm. Tumblr, LinkedIn. I post on all these places, you guys and whispering Eagles on TikTok. So yeah. um, anyway, guys, we are at the end of the show. We'll join you next Wednesday. So we talk about more AEW stuff, more WWE stuff. We'll talk about wow. We'll talk about glow. We'll talk about ROH. We'll talk about New Japan wrestling. We'll, we'll talk, talk about, about epic. We'll talk about epic pro wrestling. We'll talk about whoever and whatever. Just be outlaws. Yeah, Cause we love you and y'all have a good one. Goodbye.